jumping back in. So, you all uh, make your way back to the Hinterval Manor, and as you kind of approach, uh, do you just enter in or do you not? How do you handle it? So you walk, walk up and you just give it up. A few moments pass, and the door opens, and standing there, where is this wearing that same tuxedo with a little bow tie, you see the same man that was pulling the horses around earlier, kind of a, a rich black head of, like, well-combed over hair, um, bit of a rounder face, just kind of, hello, uh, adamant, I presume. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, have I ever met this man? Uh, you have not met this man. You kind of... If you will, well, please come inside. Welcome to the Hinterval Manor. My name is Ephraim. I am the housekeeper. If you need anything at all, you call for me. Hmm. Or you can call for Zilda. As you see, as this woman kind of walks around the corner, um, she's, she's kind of tall, very muscular. Like you, you see, as she walks around, kind of around the corner, she's wearing a maid's outfit, um, but she looks more like a bodyguard. Um, as she kind of wanders around the corner, she's she's she has this very soft demeanor, like she carries herself very timidly, um, but she stands about six foot four, and her shoulders they're pretty broad. She looks like she could probably pick one of you up. Um, kind of a, a like a, a bit of a chiseled face, uh, powdered lips. Um, she she looks you all over and she's and Zelda. If you need anything, please don't be afraid to ask. Um, she fidgets with her hands the whole time speaking. Welcome. We heard quite a bit about you. All good things, I presume. All good things. <laughs> Inside check. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, the rain's like so bad. Eleven. Eleven. Maybe it's good things, maybe it's bad. Who knows? <laughs> so. um, with you see all of a sudden as a figure comes downstairs. She's she's older, her hair is uh um stark white. Um kind of some wrinkles around her uh, her mouth and her eyes, uh wearing this vibrant red lipstick with these real pretty hazel eyes, wearing a nice uh like maroon uh, evening gown. She makes her way down. She's adamant. Oh. When Colvin said you were coming back, I, I just... Oh, it's good to see you. And as you see Meredith Hinterval, she makes her way down the stairs. Her hair <laughs> pulled up in this very fancy braided bun. She makes her way down and she gives this like dainty uh, hug and kind of kisses you on each cheek. And then she looks, puts her hands on your shoulders and kind of looks at you. God, you've grown so much. Really Welcome. Uh, if you need anything at all, just, just just ask for it, and we'll make it so. Here, here, come follow me. I'll I'll show you to your rooms. We're so happy to have you. So happy to see you again. So, she leads you up the stairs. Um, kind of. There's uh, as you walk in, this manor is huge. Um, there's immediately to your left and right. There's a door that leads uh, in two different rooms uh, beyond. To the uh, further side of those, there's a stairway that wraps up and around to a balcony up top that leads to an upper layer of rooms. She takes you up the stairs and down a hallway, a central hallway, um, and introduces you to a couple of bedrooms. Um, each of you get your own room. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> 
There are many guest rooms in this manor. From closets to mansions, guys. <laughs> Moving out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Meredith Hinterval, Colvin's wife. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you. I've heard so much about you. Casper, Cecilia, uh, uh, Artemis, right? Yes. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you all. Um, make yourselves at home. Here, let me give you the tour. And she kind of takes you around um, down the stairs. She takes you to that first door to the right as you walk into the main house. And it is this massive kitchen with this big chandelier, uh, like crystal chandelier that hangs over the dining room table. Uh, a hearth near uh, across the way uh, with uh, a fire currently burning in it. Um, she kind of wanders through to the back towards the kitchen where this huge kitchen is. And you see as you enter in, um, she, she goes, this is the kitchen. And she pushes the doors aside. And as you walk in, you see uh, this very, uh, this like tall, like, uh, he's, he would be slender except for his big beer belly that kind of sticks out this big dragon horn. Um, he probably stands about six foot uh, three, six foot four-ish. Um, almost, uh, he is a uh, brass dragon horn. And his uh, horns kind of curl backwards. They've got a bit of webbing in between them. There's like six horns, three on either side with webbing between each of them. As he turns around and um, kind of slaps a knife into the table as uh, you all walk in. Oh, hi there. Welcome. Uh, name's Coulter. Uh, I'll be cooking your meals while you're staying here. Here are your good guests. Here are your very special guests. And I'm going to take care of you. So, uh, if you want anything, I can cook it all. Galveston meals, Iatrian meals, Oren meals. Whatever you want, I know how to make it. I've been training in the culinary arts all over the, uh, the Sea of Amarth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Meredith uh, turns around and says, He's very good. Very good cook. We hired him after we ate one of his meals on the wharf one night, and he has not disappointed ever since. Very much better than these rations we've been eating for yep. a few days. <laughs> <laughs> or weeks, you yeah. know. Who's, who's, who's counting? So you guys kind of turn around and you make your way uh, back through. She escorts you through the, uh, through the back through the dining room, across the way to the um, to the lounge. There's this large lounge with a very plush, nice sofa, um, a couple of reading chairs, a fire in that hearth as well. Um, and then she kind of wanders over uh, to another door that's to the right. This is the study for Colvin. I wouldn't enter there if I were you. It's he likes his privacy. It's a lot of his work stuff, if you will. But uh, that's essentially it. The stables are out back. Your horses are already being taken care of, and they will be fed and watered while they're here. Um, make yourselves at home. This Enjoy. Perfect. Thank you. Yes, thank you of course. so much. And I'll, I'll give her forcefully a real hug. <laughs> she embraces you, and you know, there's that moment where she's like, I'm not supposed to do this, and then she pulls you in tighter. Aww. And you guys watch as she kind of has her uh, chin on Adam's shoulder. There's a bit of a tear that begins to drip down one eye, and she pulls away. She quickly wipes it, and I'm so glad you're here. And she turns around and still to take care of them. And she disappears out of the door. So, you guys make your way to your room. rooms. Get freshened up. Freshen up for the night. I'll take a bath. A real bath. Zilda <laughs> uh, escorts you to, um, to the washroom. And even though it is the guest washroom, it's like there's this hallway where there's three doors on either side. Each one is a guest room. And at the very end, there is a guest washroom. And as you enter in, there is a large claw tub, um, like uh, 
sitting towards the back porcelain tub with the you know golden claws kind of grabbed into the floor. Um, there is a, a faucet nearby. She says, "If you draw your water here, it's it's already warmed. It's pulled out of a, a hot water tank that we keep beneath the house. Um, enjoy." This is so exciting. I never really had friends come over when I was younger. Aww. <laughs> and I still sleep on <laughs> Party, so, let's rain. Yeah. <laughs> you guys essentially essentially spend until until the sun sets, um, just bathing, getting yourselves ready. Is there? Yes, I'd like to ritual fast, speak with animals, and then okay. send a note to Mercy and have Mavis tell her the time to meet for the performance tonight. Okay. If she didn't know that already. Right. I want to, as we're getting ready, um, can I potentially find a full-length mirror? Yeah, easy enough. Uh, what every every guest room has a full body mirror. Um, <laughs> when I'm in the process of changing, can I see if anything has changed with my tattoos? All right. So as you, yeah, as you kind of examine yourself up and down, they all look like they're still there. The only thing you notice is that the ones that you have encountered pain with are giving off a bit of a glow. Like they're they're giving off this very faint arcane glow. So you guys speak with animals with maybe she back to the dogs, right? Yes. To find Mercy. Friend. Mercy. Yes. And then give her this note. Little girl. <laughs> Got it. And then come back. Very well. <laughs> she takes off out the window and Uh, probably 40-ish minutes later, she returns, kind of flies in through the window. She gobbles him up. Okay. Change into the new clothes. Right. So you change into your new clothes, you change into your new clothes, you guys just freshen up and get cleaned up. I put on new clothes on. Oh yeah, you. Oh, you put your you. So you're putting the fancy robes on. All right, so you change. You, get a, you, you, you take a look at them and immediately think, "This is nice. This is sharp. This looks good. It's definitely less worn out than the the traveler's clothes you've been wearing." So, So, what would you guys like to do from here? Is it just getting dark out? Head to Dipsy. Dipsy, dipsy, drinker, yeah. All right. So, Let's go. As you guys begin to make your way down the stairs, um, as you begin to make your way out, uh, Zilda kind of stops you at the door. Um, if you go out tonight, I, I see that you're all, all dressed, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy yourselves. Uh, just be careful. The timeless death has been. Well, rampant in the city, and no one knows what causes it, so. She kind of begins to fidget with her hands a little bit. If something seems off, just, if you see something strange, just, just don't pursue it, okay? Just leave it be. Anyways. Um, insight check, if there's stuff she's not telling us about Make it. an insight check. How old does she appear? Uh, she's probably uh, late thirties ish. Okay. Hang tonight has been doo doo. It's a nine. <laughs> nine. Yeah. Uh, it's 
hard to tell if she's concerned or if she's hiding something. She's definitely fidgeting a lot, though. Mm -hmm. With the information that we heard from, or I guess the information that I've heard, when the person passed, like right when we first came into the um, city, would we know, or would I know specifically if it's like super healthy and wealthy people, or is it just like a... Just from what you heard, it sounds yeah. like it's just targeting people within this district, but okay. it's mm -hmm. typically people that are young. Yeah, young. typically okay. people that are young, typically people that are in the northern district, which is the more wealthy okay. district. So, okay. Good. Anyways, just, yeah, be, be careful. Have a good time. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want to go? I'm afraid I can't shirk my duties here. Uh, I still have a lot of work to do before I, I stop for the day. Um, but thank you for the invitation. Sure. Was well, a part of your duties watching over us? No, my my <laughs> duties are to take care of you while you're here. Okay. <laughs> I tried to sneak you out. Well, I tried to sneak her out a little. And to be to be honest, from what I understand, I I, I hear that you can take care of yourselves quite well. So I doubt you could ever need my help. Could always use extra help. Well, I appreciate that. My duties are here, and while you're here, you are under my protection as well as Coulter's and Ephraim's. Um, but until your turn, please be safe. She kind of stares at the floor for a moment and then shakes her head and wanders past you. When we leave. Um, do you all think that maybe someone's after all the heirs here? Someone's purposely giving this time instead? I don't know enough about this city. I mean, they're, they're powers that be, are they have any uprisings against them? Is there uh, anything that you know or something like that that would go and be a reason to overthrow those in power. Money. <laughs> yes. I mean, besides that, I mean, I didn't know if there mm -hmm. was, uh, you know. Vengeance. Yeah. yeah. It definitely seems like there's a pattern within this area. Yes. There's a big divide between the areas, for sure, of town. You can definitely tell when we're walking. Mm -hmm. There's the tension and separation. I must have been something. <laughs> <laughs> so. You guys make your way out to the front of the manor. You make your way down, uh, kind of winding down the path back to the docks. It takes you, it's, it's a good like 30 minute walk. It's a good bit of a hike down there. Um, winding in and out of city streets and kind of around to it. And uh, yeah, so as you approach, uh, it is dark at this point. As you enter in, let me find. This sounds like a good one. Um, as you approach and enter in, um, it's a lively night inside the tavern. There's, it is packed full as you kind of walk in through the front door. This tavern's massive. Probably the, it is about the size of the Stone Dragon Inn in, ter in terms of overall size. And so, um, is it kind of the main area kind of a hunkers over underneath the, uh, the second story. Um, there's a big bonfire in the middle with this large chimney that kind of extends upwards and out. Um, a lot of people kind of dancing around the fire and talking. 
Um, you see there's a lot of tables kind of scattered around. It's a bit dark, a little bit dimly lit. Um, a central bar that's kind of squared off with stairs that lead down into a basement beyond. You see this dwarf kind of wandering around um, to and from, kind of wandering from one side of the bar to the other, attending to patrons. It's just like, oh, shut up, I'll be there in a moment. <laughs> and kind of, he wanders over here and gives this guy a tankard. And um, you see off to the right, there's a set of stairs that kind of wraps up and around up to the upper levels, uh, disappearing into the roof or into the ceiling beyond. Um, so it's kind of like, a, like the ceilings are probably eight to nine feet high here. Um, it's kind of a low level tavern, but you know there's an upper level where all the rooms are probably at. And the bottom level is just full of patrons just getting hammered ass drunk right now. <laughs> and Yes. Do we notice like if there's a lot of tieflings, like Strolls there and Dragonborn? You don't see any tieflings. You do see a couple of Dragonborn. Actually, you do see a few uh, Dragonborn off to one corner, kind of. Um, you see a blue Dragonborn and you see a green Dragonborn. Do I see the last ones that I stealthed on and failed the other you day? You don't see those guys. Good. Yeah, you don't <laughs> see the brass ones. <laughs> And just um, looking for Lafleur too. Um, since, yeah, I was about to say, since Lafleur has a very vivid and intense scent, could I... Thank you for that. Perfume. Girl, it's rolls tonight. It's a rush. Yeah. <laughs> Five plus seven, so... With advantage. Yeah. Five. That was, yeah, my highest one was a five. The one before that was a net. Yeah. So as you kind of whiff the air, it's actually not hard to find. Okay, great. As you guys walk in, you do see um, there is a table off to the right-hand side, um, and you do see kind of standing around talking, huddled amongst a couple of men and women, um, you do see Lathor. It's, uh, there is a bit of like kind of torchlight over her that kind of illuminates her form a little bit. Um, and she's kind of drinking. She has a drink in one hand and is kind of talking to them and, um, and entertaining uh, them as uh, probably like six or seven people kind of gathered around. Um, you do notice also, um, you would notice as well as you enter in Casseros, um sitting at a t one of the tables, there is a, uh, there are two women, two drow women, like dark skin, red eyes, long white hair. Um, very beautiful, uh, and each of them kind of uh, leaning up next to them um, have a very large, one of them has a very large lute, the other one a very small one, uh, almost like a like one that's meant for a bass and the other one's meant for more of a tenor type yeah. thing, or not tenor, but uh, not a musician, but you, you know what I'm thinking, mm -hmm. something a little bit more light, <laughs> light mm -hmm. rhythm, if you will. Um, uh, so kind of standing about and you see is they're both just glaring. At Lafleur, just, just giving her this like stank eye. Um, you see those two dragonborns to the back, kind of set. They, they were both wearing the the green and the red, the blue dragonborn, both wearing sailors' outfits. Um, seem to be hanging out with a bunch of other uh, uh, kind of sailor. That all of them wearing uh, naval like ship attire, um, and are very marine attire, I suppose I should say. Uh, it's very, very busy tonight. And you do see, as you guys walk in, you watch as Mercy stands up on the table. Hey, over here! <laughs> Mercy! Oh my gosh. Don't go the scene! Yeah! <laughs> and as she stands up, it summons you over. Yeah, oh my um, gosh. LaFleur immediately looks up and she kind of looks at you, Castros, and she smiles and she kind of like spins to say her goodbyes and we get to like push through the crowd making her way over in y'all's direction. Yeah. As you guys 
Do you wander over to Mercy's to the table? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is it just Mercy there? It's like Mercy is like she, there's a couple she saved other us people. A table. It's a big yeah. table. And you, watch, uh, you do Mercy. watch as these couple of dwarves, as you guys get closer, these couple of dwarves kind of begin to approach, and they're like, "Listen, girl, we told you if your friends weren't here in five minutes." She's like, "They're right here." What just, were you saying? But then they kind of turn around and look at you. We're here. Make an intimidation check. Oh no. Shorter than you. Perfect. You know, it's a good thing we're not Six. in battle. <laughs> Six? Yeah, it's even the Roll these out now. Everybody's been rolling pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. it's really so tough. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. They, they kinda I hope you don't kick. Turn around Well, it took you long enough then. But this is our table now. So you're gonna have to find your own. She told us within five minutes you didn't show up, so here you are. And one of them just goes ahead and sits down, and the other one sits down as well. And Mercy just kind of looks at you guys. And says, I'm sorry, I really tried. I got your sorry, letter. Your and she pulls the letter out of her pocket. Do you think you could conjure a table and some chairs right next to this one? Oh, actually, that's something that I definitely could do. And I conjure the best-looking <laughs> table in this tavern that's worth as much gold pieces as, as much as, as you I can have. do, sir. That's uh, hundred gold pieces. Oh right? yes. Yeah, I can do hundred now. So yeah, hundred gold pieces. That's real good. Is good right. idea, Adam. As they look at they look at you and they're like, oh yeah, sure. We'll take yeah. <laughs> they kind of like turn around and like put their mugs on the table. One of them shoves Mercy out of the way and sits down, and then he watches a couple other humans kind of come over and sit down around him. Um, as you kind of you wander over and you begin playing, and as you begin playing, um, there's this swirl of magical energy that kind of happens right near that same table. The, there's a there's a man and a woman kind of sitting there talking amongst each other, kind of getting a little drunk. They look and the the woman's like, "Do you see that?" And the guy looks down. He's like, "The fuck!" And they both back up immediately. And all of a sudden, there's this poof, boom. Sit down, feet there's up. There's this giant, this immaculate round table oh kind of God. appears in the middle of this tavern and slams down on the floor here uh, with attached stools that kind of extend out and and circle around it. Um, as you guys all sit down and put your feet up and Mercy kind of, she looks over at the dwarves and the dwarves, their eyes go wide. Enjoy oh. your table. That crusty old table up <laughs> here. Enjoy your table. And, uh, it fits Mer- you and your personality <laughs> anyway. Mercy kind of, Mercy looks over and she just kind of, she sticks her tongue out. <laughs> sticks her tongue out of them. Anyways, have you, you been here for long, Mercy? Oh, not terribly, about 15, 20 minutes, maybe 30, probably 30. I'm, I'm here, I may not have had a drink or two, but it's fine. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. Okay. The first time, kind of. <laughs> I might be a little drunk, this is a problem. Let's slow down here. Yeah. need to use all of his magic on this. And he walks so the door from behind the bar, walks over. Kind of pale. I don't remember making this table. <laughs> oh well, here, hey, mercy, here you go. And he sets another pint down in front of her. <laughs> and she kind of looks at <laughs> <up. laughs> And you do take it? Yeah. So you take it from her and she kind of looks. I don't know. That's probably smart, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> we're, we're out. Are you going to take care of her when she starts getting sick? <laughs> yeah, no comment. I hope <laughs> About this point, Lafleur comes over and she looks. <laughs> <laughs> she looks down at the table. That was an impressive shot. Do oh. uh, you mind if I take a seat? Oh, of course, of course yeah. yeah. Very well. And she kind of. (laughs) 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 
when she has to take her seat, can I go like and help her put her chair in, you know, as a Okay. So you, you yeah. stand up and walk around? Roll <laughs> charisma check for me, Artemis. Ooh. <laughs> As if she doesn't get enough royal treatment. Minus eight. Eight and Her rolls are minus one. What was it? Minus one. <laughs> what, what, just charisma. We're so impressive tonight. <laughs> I wasn't trying to impress her. <laughs> right, so right, right. Said, wander over and you, you take the chair and you kind of um, you go to slide it under and she, she kind of looks at you and she smiles and as she looks at you and she smiles this big white smile you just kind of there's a moment where you just get lost in it at a, at a second there and you kind of what was this roll again? Seven. Seven yeah you, you turn the chair just a little too far and she almost falls like, oh dear uh, and she kind of grabs it and well, thank you. Anyways, and she kind of pulls it underneath. Oh, no. And she kind of t- reaches up and kind of pats you on the cheek. Uh, her hands are, while they are very callous, they're still very soft. And thank you, anyways. Um, anywho, I am glad that you are all right. Uh, I, have, I have saved my performance because I wanted to perform. Uh, imp- I actually, to be honest, I wanted to see your performance first. Um, I, I, oh. I just feel like it is. Uh, I'm just curious to say the least. It could be fun is doing something in tandem. Back and forth. Yeah. So you perform and then she performs in like a battle. Is that a little one too? <laughs> well, I was thinking more of a duet. That would be quite entertaining. I have. I mean. I would be okay with a duet. I, I very rarely <laughs> perform duets with anyone, but uh, that would be quite entertaining. A little tiefling duet. I think we're like the only ones here. <laughs> that is right. true. We are the only ones here. And I think that would be a grand idea if if you if you're up for it. Let's give him a show. What, uh, what I will sh- need some ale first, though. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the fancy ones. Yeah, yeah. just for the nerves. <laughs> so, um, so you guys order a round of ale and just mm, this is very well. Yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. yeah. So you you pour the. <laughs> So the dwarf, uh, the, the ale is going to run you about four copper for the for the mug and um, for each mug. For each mug, yeah. Okay. And as you as you take it, you kind of pour it over into that chalice and slide it over. And she looks at, uh, she kind of gives a look. Is that your very special cup? Oh, so it's my yes, it's, um, Yeah, yes, it's, it's what I take before performance. It's just for luck, you know. <laughs> I see. Oh, that's that's interesting. It's like a tradition. Okay. Do you have any I, sort of? Traditions before performances? Sort of. Uh, I, it's not quite, it's, it's not as drinking out of a specific cup. Uh, mine is uh, I tap my heels twice and knock on wood three times. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why, it just comes to my nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you superstitious at all? Very, very much so. <laughs> uh, in strange ways. So, uh, and you would know too, like that perfume is just really, really strong here. Is it giving off like any uh, make an arcana check. <laughs> we'll see how the this is how she lures men in. An eleven. So yeah, the perfume. Yeah, I was thinking that. Eleven. Take a whiff of it. It doesn't smell pinky or arcana ish. It just seems, as I said earlier, she's kind of heavy-handed. She, okay. she applies probably more than she needs. I thought there was some sort of charm too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. So. 
Anyways, uh, so what uh, what brings you all to town then? I, I know that you've come, you have come for the uh, the festival. The, the, I'm so sorry that you've lost your car, Dad. But um, what about the rest of you? Uh, do you just accompany him, or are you here for your own reasons? Some of his. Also, before I, I do apologize, but you look so lovely. Your, your new outfits, these are so fantastic. You're all so beautiful. Oh, um, well. She kind of like looks each of you up and down. <laughs> you all look so very nice. Do we think that's Sorry, genuine? Continue, continue now. If that's genuine, Make compliment an or not. It's a 15. 15? Yeah. Seems genuine. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> We all have our own reasons, really. We're here. What about you? Are you only here for the performance? Mostly, yes. Uh, the, the festival was my main reason for coming. I mean, I had my other personal reasons uh, to visit some old friends, if you will. Um, I've traveled around quite a bit, and uh, I have a few acquaintances here that I wanted to come visit. So, I. Uh, but mostly the festival. You mentioned a man earlier that you travelled with who had robes similar to mine. His name happened to be Elijah. Perhaps. Yes, his name was Elijah. Uh, do you know him? I do, yes. I was wondering, I almost wanted to ask actually earlier when I found out that you was from the academy as well. Um, yes, it, it, his name was Elijah. He's such a good man, he was so kind. Um, we shared the carriage on the, all the way to the Golden Hills from Dunslow. Um, is that how you met? Yes, uh, in Dunslow I was performing one night and uh, he came in um, and the two of us hit us off. He tipped me quite well for my performance. I want to cast Detect Thoughts as she's saying this. Detect Thoughts? Mm-hmm. Okay. So as you guys to take thoughts, the uh, cool, yeah, let's. Uh, let's <laughs> oh my! Let's get intrusive, real quick. Wait, say that last part again. <laughs> That's that's what you. That's kind of the initial thoughts. She's kind of looking uh, back at Adonath. Do I sense any like malicious intent by that? Make an insight check. I'm in her mind. <laughs> it's a fucking four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, all you're getting are just like the words coming okay, back to yeah. you. So it's hard to tell. Okay. Did you two get close in the travels? She immediately, <laughs> her cheeks turn a little uh, more red than they currently are. To be honest, I would have liked to become closer than we were. Um, you're so charming, so handsome. Um, and I mean, you, you know, no doubt, if you know him, you've seen him, isn't he so handsome? He's such a good looking man. He is indeed, yes. But, um, no, afraid not. He, uh, well, I've been honest with you. He, and the last night we were together, I may or may not have uh, gone to his room and uh, knocked on the door. I wanted to enter in after our nightcap. Um, he did not answer. And uh, after that, I realized it was probably a lost cause and I left. 
You didn't question it in the morning? Well, no, of course not. I, I just, it's very rare that, uh, that I've been turned down, but, um, you know, some in the... I always felt like in the, uh, the time we traveled together, that he was keeping something, like maybe there was someone that he was holding on to, and he would not give me as much... While he was close to me, and he was fond of me, and I was fond of him, it, it was almost like there was... I don't know. It was odd. And I feel like... Every time I made a pass, or a gesture, or a moment, I, that he just was not interested in me. Preoccupied in thoughts. Yes, this is a very great way of putting it. Preoccupied in thoughts. Did he um, say where he was going when he parted ways? You know, he did not. He said uh, he was uh, traveling to meet some friends. That he very important that he got with them. Um, I didn't question it. What did you two talk about? Stay oh, for some while. Uh, mostly just uh, spoke about uh, our travels and where we had been, uh, what he did at the academy, in astronomer, as he put it, and the master of transmutation magic, and his magic was quite wonderful from what I saw. She gets lost in thought again for a moment, and you watch, she just kind of like bites that lower lip really hard this time. <laughs> Oh, you're so attractive. It's detect thoughts, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you immediately jump out of that. <laughs> really? Those amazing. thoughts go really, really bad, real fast. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, like the story lines up. Like she's saying. Seems to, yeah. Like every yeah. every thought that she seems, seems to honest. seems to be everything she said seems to be what's coming out of her mind immediately. Um, uh, Unless you want, you can try to pry deeper. You know, with the tech thoughts, you can try to pry deeper, but it revolves. It involves a wisdom saving throw from from the target. If you want to pry deeper, well, so. would it? Would they know that I like? What's the disadvantage of me trying to pry deeper? They would. Let me let me read it real fast just to understand it exactly. But I know that you can uh, have them. You could force them to make a saving throw to pry into deeper uh-huh. thoughts. So. Let's see... You initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature. What is most on its mind in that moment is an action. You can shift your attention to another creature's thoughts, or you can attempt to probe deeper into the same creature's mind. If you probe deeper, the target must make a saving throw. If it fails, you gain insight into the reasoning. If any, its emotional state is something that looms large in its mind. Uh, If it succeeds, the spell ends. So it'll break your connection if she succeeds. Uh, oh, either way, the target knows that you're probing into his mind. Either way, that's the key. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you would know that she, if you probe deeper, she's going to know okay. that someone's digging around. I yeah, won't. like you, you can dig deeper, and it says that if you shift your attention to another creature's thoughts, they'll know that also. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can basically like probe deeper and then shift it. If you, sh- it says it's, if, it's, yeah, if you shift it, that creature has check. to make a check against oh, okay. yours. Yeah. Yeah. If you probe deeper, she's going to know. Okay. I won't. I'll just keep it. With our trash rolls tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So. 
She kind of thinks, you, you, as you're <laughs> gathering in, she's immediately thinking about stripping Elijah's clothes off. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> um, and you gather that she was not lying. It's not very often that she's been turned down. Um, but you do gather that she's probably not as promiscuous as she says she is. Mm-hmm. Like, as she says, this is more of a more of a show. Um, you, you, you gather, like, there's a little bit of, there are some thoughts there as she says that most men have not turned her down. Probably hasn't tried with many men. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, he was a. Uh, uh, like I said, I do not know where he was going. We traveled together for a time, so it was convenient. It was cheaper to share a carriage than it was to travel alone. Um, also more efficient and more fast. Um, and I would have liked to have become more with him, but as I said, he. he neglected my advances, so I moved on. I always felt like there was something that he was not telling me. There were some secrets. Uh, he would—he was very open. He was very honest. It seemed, but there was always something that he would just not, not mention, and disappointed me a little bit. But such is life and love, I suppose. So very true. I'm excited to see this performance. Too. But how much more time do we have? Oh. As much as you would like. You, you ready to perform? Um, as you yes, finish off that ale. Yeah. So you have a you have advantage on a charisma yes. check of your choice. Best yeah. of luck, LaFleur. And I give her inspiration. You give her inspiration. Mm-hmm. Well, she's performing with me. <laughs> so. Well, let's go ahead. She stands, she runs around the table and like reaches out and grabs your, yeah. grabs your hands and kind of like picks you up. You start us off and I'll meet you up there. Very well. So. And then while she's going... I'm going to tell everyone, just like observe, make sure, like she's, I'm whispering this, make sure not to dance, just like observe if there's anything going on, I just want to check something. And then I cast invisibility as she starts. On yourself? Mm -hmm. Alright, so you immediately conjure the gesture, you expend the spell slot, you become invisible as she turns around and... Pulls out her violin. You notice now she has a much nicer violin than she had earlier. This violin, while the strings are still gleaming and immaculate, the um, a lot of the details is uh, kind of inlaid with gold, and the wood seems much nicer. Um, seems like she definitely paid a visit to the uh, to the silver strings and purchased something a little more uh, fitting. Fitting. Hmm. So. <laughs> Let's see. I didn't, didn't expect you guys to play together. Sorry. But, uh, no, you're good. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I, um, let's see. Enemies close. True enough. I tried a various, was it? Was it what? I tried a various violin. Oh, I don't know what that is. Mm, yeah. It's like is museum it rare. It's oh, like, oh, yeah. it's, like, yeah, it's yeah. like those, you know, oh, Mona Lisa type of I gotcha. Mm. So, she immediately. Um, he disappeared before I could cast guidance on him. Oh. She <laughs> wanders around uh, with, gu- with, with your inspiration dice. He has the liquid courage. Son. He's fine. <laughs> five on the inspiration dice, nice. by the way. Cows where are you? I am like, I've made myself like to the stage and like I'm just waiting for okay. my chance to jump in. 
<laughs> so she makes her way over, and there there is a small stage towards the front, and she stands up. She pulls out the violin, and she immediately goes to play this kind of vibra- this slight soft melody, dancing around, kicking her heels and twirling her dress. Um, everyone begins to kind of turn around, raise a glass to her, uh, and she looks around. She's looking for you. You see, as she's playing, she gets kind of lost in her music, and after a, like a, a minute or so, she begins. To search, like kind of looking around. I whoosh and start playing. You said she's playing violin. Yeah. I would play my lyre then. All right. With that. And then as I pop up, I'm gonna also cast my illusion. <laughs> and what like vibe are we going for? From what I sense, like mystical, whimsical. Stuff? Definitely more whimsical, like okay. mystical type of thing. Okay. I'll cast some little like fey and like. Little lights kind of fly, uh, like yeah, floating yeah, around yeah. you. Make an make a performance check with advantage. Okay. So that I wouldn't miss the. That's not a d20. <laughs> you don't need a d20. <laughs> it would require a d20. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen total. Yes. Um. All right. So seventeen. Thank you for advantage. Uh, alongside her nineteen, the two of you. Stand up there. She plays her violin, and as you kind of appear Mavis in place, also good. and Mavis kind of jumps and make her performance check with advantage for Mavis for okay. me. She gets to add to it in this, this particular circumstance. Okay. So that I wouldn't have missed the uh, performance. No. Do I get anything to add for my your, your performance? performance check? Okay, good. It's a sixteen for Mavis. No. <laughs> I right. have high performance. So a sixteen and a seventeen. Yeah, no, nineteen. Can That's I do solid. something fun to add to this? Can I also do something? <laughs> yeah. <fun? laughs> uh, my necklace on. Take it off. The one for the constellation, and then I want to produce flame and let the constellations kind of flourish. Kind of flourish and go. All right. So um, as you do this, you kind of go ahead and uh, make a performance check. Add to it. Let's go. Let's <laughs> Can I guide myself? <laughs> you may guide yourself. Oh, thanks. <laughs> About to it's the best 14. performance 14? ever. Better. What do you want to do? I want to do the fog cloud again. Alright, so you <laughs> tap on yes, the fog, the begins fog, to float yes. through. <laughs> Alright. Love it. So <laughs> stadium. The fog begins to kind of lift from the floorboards. You notice those two drow women, the ones that were carrying the two loots, they kind of look around at all this happening. They look at both you and LaFleur performing, their eyes just narrow. And they, they jump up, they grab their instruments, and they huff out of the tavern as all this is happening, like pushing through the fog. If you watch as one of them, she's a bit taller than the other, and as a man's kind of in her way, and he's kind of like watching you guys, he's kind of dancing a bit, and yeah, uh, cheering with his mug. She just knocks the mug out of his hand and just walks past. She's not happy at all. <laughs> the two of them making their way out of the tavern. This fog lifts up, and you and you notice too, as this starry constellation begins to fill, and with this, the ceilings being the way they are, kind of low, it just fills the area um, with this uh, this incredible show of constellations. The um, the dwarf bartender kind of looks about. Shit, I hope this ain't toxic. <laughs> and um, you. You do notice too, with the fog going on and your light kind of shining through, it's kind of like a like a laser show almost, like shining through the fog, like kind of lighting through. Um, and the floor looks at you and she smiles as she continues playing. 
Um, and she kind of wanders over and she kind of bumps up against two castros and kind of leans down. This is a lot of fun. You and your friends are fantastic. Are uh, you? <laughs> as you guys play, the whole crowd begins to cheer. You watch as people get pulled in off the street, kind of wandering in to the tavern as you guys give off this incredible performance with a little Mavis kind of dancing around, flying through the fog, giving these swirls of fog behind her. She kind of flies yes. through everything. And like every, every time she flies, you watch um, as she's flying, you hear as Lathor uh, casts a little spell under her, under her breath. And you see behind Mavis, there's this color, this stream of color that flows through the fog as she's flying around to the music. She um, some magic too. Yeah. And everyone just gets really excited. Everyone begins to kind of dance around. The crowd just gets super excited, and you just hear his coins begin to fall in front of you. What do you want to cast? Detect magic. All right. Yeah. I'm glad nice. you did it because I really wanted to do it, but then I contributed to the performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as you both. cast yeah. detect magic, um, you do pick up. Let me see. I'm trying to think of what. Uh, there is some magic coming off of what you can you can feel magic coming off of people and as the Thor is casting that spell you can feel there's some illusion magic coming from her voice as she speaks um, so she's definitely giving off a bit of magic herself um, you do pick up a bit of arcane magic on there's there's three individuals in particular um, that are kind of standing one of them is a uh, kind of a large humanoid the other two are dwarves that are standing in different corners of the room each of them um, have like magical weapons and you see as you've got to take notice of them uh, one of them has a magical sword the other two have magical axes uh, you see as you notice them they seem like bouncers mm-hmm. these guys are here to, to keep order and peace That's um, cool. cool. <laughs> uh, trying to think of anything else that might be magical here uh, her violin is not magical obviously. no her, her violin is not arcane in nature does do the cards give off magic? The that she has and people need the, the card. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, as you, uh, I would note that she does. She does have something in her satchel that is giving off a bit of enchantment magic. That's a good call, actually. Um, there is something in her that is card shaped that is giving off a bit of enchantment magic. Were there any other performers? Were there any of those here? Uh, two of them left. <laughs> yeah, they left in the middle of that performance. I will say that uh, before, as they were leaving, you did pick up a bit of enchantment magic coming from the two of them as well. From the they they each had a ring, and um, each of those rings were giving off enchantment magic. The two drow women who stood up and left. Um, that's about it. Like other than that, there's nothing enchanted going on in here. Oh, there is one thing. Just realize that someone's in there. You do notice um, that uh, the guy—they're kind of sitting in the corner as you cast this. Kind of sitting in the crowd, you see the same uh, shipman from earlier the day, Jacques. 
You see him sitting over the corner. His entire body is giving off enchantment magic. As he kind of sits there, as he stands up and watches everyone play, and he kind of smiles and grins. Um, he's, his entire body is clinging with a faint bit of enchantment magic. The sky self would be illusion. Oh, would it? This is enchantment. You guys finish performing. Lathor looks at you and she smiles, and she, as everyone kind of claps, she bows to the crowd and then she turns and she bows to you. And oh. she says, she kind of stands up. And, and then I bow to her, <laughs> obligatory. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to seem like a bad person in front of the crowd. <laughs> Thank you, Odessa. Everyone just kind of like claps and cheers. <laughs> And, um, and Mavis and the flourish. Mavis flies down and lands on her shoulder, and she gets her little black bow and a little flourish, and, and everyone just kind of claps. There's a lot, like so a lot of dwarves, a lot of humans, a couple of half elves. There's a couple of dragonborn. Um, the dragonborns get real rowdy. Uh, the blue one in particular is like, he just like spark of electric energy in his mouth as he kind of shouts and yells. Um, he just gets real excited about it. So. Collect the money. <laughs> Take it to our table. Divvy up in the floor. <laughs> Alright, so um, you you do acquire a good bit. Um, you acquire not 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 like riches upon riches, I mean it's just tips. Yeah. Um, but you acquire about let's see here, how much was it for the seventeen? You acquire uh, 52 silvers and about 100 copper. Okay. So, but that's total, so you can divvy that up how you how you wish between, if you wanted to divvy some up between the floor, yeah. it would be 26 and then 50 if you wanted to half it. Okay. And the floor kind of takes in, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> that's pretty good. What did you guys think? Pretty amazing. Thank you for the help. Yeah. <laughs> sound, they noticed. Yeah. Y'all sounded great together. And honestly, I don't know, maybe performing together might not be a bad thing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a one-time thing. But maybe, Lafleur, maybe it could help since I lost my card if you wouldn't mind me playing with <gasps> you. What? <laughs> Uh, I'm just sorry. I thought of something. I just thought so, of something. As you guys I thought are, she was uh, gasping for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. Suddenly, you all look over uh, as you all sit down at your table and you say this, and everybody's carrying on. You look over, and there's this individual sitting with you. You see this tall, uh, sylvan-looking man kind of sitting at your table, long black robes, um, very long pointed ears, this A-cut white, stark white hair, um, kind of not quite drow gray skin, but but just slightly gray skin, and these uh, these very deep violet eyes. As he leans forward, well, that was very, very interesting. 
and Lafleur immediately her eyes go wide, and she kind of she nudges you, Casper. This is the man. This is the man you're looking for. He kind of looks at each of you and smiles. That was quite the performance, I must admit. I am very thoroughly impressed. What is your name, young tiefling? Casper's Falcon. Casper's <laughs> Falcon. I believe I've heard that name before. And your cow is Mavis, correct? Yes, that's correct. I haven't seen a cow in a very, very long time. That's an interesting one indeed. I'll tell you what, Casper. How would you like to perform at a rather large music festival in a few days? I'd love that, actually. <laughs> There's only one stipulation to it, as long as you and Lafleur here agree. And that is that I want the two of you to perform together. Yeah. That's cool. That's great. I think it would be wonderful. I'm so very interesting to watch again. To see you all perform a full set of music and not just one song. And he kind of takes his hand and he slides over a card. And this card has a dagger with a moon, like a crescent moon through it. Is he allowed to bring his extras? I would say that he can bring whoever he'd like. Whoever holds the card can bring as many guests as they wish. Can I, real quick, is that uh, Jacques, is he gone? No, he's still there. He's still there, okay. Is he gonna... I look forward to seeing you perform again. I truly do, Casros Falcon. Thank you. Is there a location? You'll find it when you need to know it. Be ready. <laughs> Four days time. I'll be here. <laughs> As for the rest of you, have a good evening. He kind of smiles, his big, stark white Did, you smile. You said his name, right? No. And what's your name, sir? As he stands to leave, kind of looks back down. You can call me Niterius. Niterius of Vale. Owner of the Midnight Stray. <laughs> and I love all things that intrigue me. And that includes you all. I look forward to seeing you again. So forward to it. He stands. And he turns around and he walks into the crowd and he watches, like, kind of, yep. Detect thoughts. Um, as you <laughs> cast detect thoughts on him, there's this. He kind of stops, and there's this immediate kind of blowback. You get nothing. Oh. <laughs> he kind of looks at you. Oh, now why would you need to pry in there, little one? And he gives you a wink. <laughs> <laughs> Just curious. That's I'll fair. see you in four days. I do love curiosity. <laughs> Did I pick up Detect Magic when he appeared? Oh, yes. Detect Magic so is going. Would, that would have alerted so, yeah. so I would say, yeah, it's a good point. As Detect Magic is going, you felt the illusion magic. 
as he sat down. Um, he was he was definitely cloaking himself, and as that illusion magic drops as he reveals himself, um, you're feeling uh, there there are three different rings on his fingers. All three of them are giving off enchantment magic. Um, there is a necklace that gives off an uh, abjuration magic, and there's also a ring. Or not right, an earring that's kind of like he's got several earrings kind of um, clipped into his ears, and uh, one of them is also giving off a bit of abjuration magic. Interesting. As he kind of stands and pleasure meeting you all, and he turns around, you yeah, feel was that allusion to you know, like when people get up, everybody's mm-hmm. tent up the table so they get by. Yeah. You're going to summon Cheese yeah, Up like Fallen? To toss him one in his pocket or something like that. Alright. So Cheese Up kind of like comes out and you give him the command to follow. And Cheese Up immediately gets on the ground like, and begins to kind of like follow behind him. Um, as Nytiris begins to step through the crowd, you see Cheese Up kind of scurries behind him. Okay. Easy enough. So. Really good cash rush. Making a name for yourself everywhere. Thank you, Artemis. That's the goal, at least. <laughs> Do your best. Thank you guys for your help, for real. So LaFleur kind of looks at you and... So, I guess this means that the uh, two of us should uh, practice our performance? Definitely. I think we would definitely need to practice a bit. And I'm sorry that that happened. I know you wanted to No, it's quite alright. It's quite fine. It was a lot of fun performing with you. And I, 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 really, I think it's going to be a lot of fun performing together at the festival. Um, but we should probably practice a bit. Yes. It is a, uh, it is a 30 minute set, so it's going to be quite a long performance. Did you say 30 minutes? Yes. Sir. Is that. Well, it's like, that's not the longest. I perform longer. No, than you perform longer. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. So perhaps yeah. we could practice. <laughs> um, there is a. Uh, there is actually a, a small theater that I know of. Um, I could. We could perhaps perform there and uh, it's a what bit of a pre-show. work for you to practice before? <laughs> um, it is in uh, four days, so we have uh, two nights two essentially nights. to practice. Okay. Um, so maybe uh, I, I could probably do it tomorrow night if you are not busy. Alright. Okay. So, or the night after, planned? if the night after works better. Not immediately, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was the main thing. Yeah. Okay. We'll make time. Okay. Thanks, guys. So, <laughs> yeah, that works for me. We plan to practice uh, tomorrow night. Then, as you see, there's an old uh, theater. Um, it is um, it's a little out of the way, kind of on the south side of town. Okay. Um, if you ask anyone where the abandoned amphitheater is, mm-hmm. they will be able to tell you. Um, it is a great place to practice. Okay. So. Do you know why it's abandoned? I don't know myself. I think that, uh, from what I understand, it was just closed down. Perhaps they could not get enough attendees. I don't know. But I have been doing rehearsals there myself, so I know that uh, there aren't a lot of people around. It's a good place to to practice uninterrupted. So, you know, yeah, perhaps we could go there. Okay. Yeah. That's for me. Great job tonight. Thank you again for performing. Thank you. It's such a wonderful meeting you and a great time playing with you. Then I will see you tomorrow night. Yes. 
we'll we'll see you all tomorrow night. She kind of <laughs> nods and stands up and begins to kind of like make her way around. And she begins to go mingle with other people, mm-hmm. occasionally uh, kind of eyeing you all. Did you guys notice anything? You didn't dance, did you? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just casted to take thoughts and she was just saying... What did you convey, please, for me, DM? Whatever. Uh, so essentially, <laughs> she said, um, they're, they're also very beautiful. I wonder if they will dance to my music. Yeah. So I didn't know if it was malicious or not, but I just wanted to be safe. Oh. Interesting. I mean, I danced, right? So I, I didn't feel anything, did I? So. Maybe that's how she feels, like she's actually moving people. It's just through song. Yeah. If they don't dance, then... She honestly surprised me. I feel like she's a little bit more genuine than I originally made her out to be. And that kind of annoys me. There has to be something. (laughs) There has to be something she's not telling us or, you know, just not giving us. Alright, it's fine. Well, I mean, she's not as genuine. She was basically, you know, wanting to do all the wrong things with the man I'm supposed to marry, so. (laughs) Did she know that, though? I don't know! Well, then he was You know, hi, yeah. I'm supposed to marry this man, and. Yeah. I mean, no, I definitely get that. She would tell me everything. But do you think Elijah could be at fault for this as well? Of course it's he was. He didn't go and, you know, like, come out and tell her that he's, you know, betrothed and hands off woman, you know? Yeah. He could also be keeping Hadanath safe, too. What do you mean, her name? Well, he didn't have to mention a name, but he could have mentioned, I'm married. (laughs) (laughs) But I see what you're saying. She said he was a hottie, I had that. (laughs) Couldn't take our eyes off of him. (laughs) I don't know. I'm also mad about it. It's fine. I know, but I'm just saying. She seems genuine enough. I feel like she didn't know. Whatever. <laughs> we'll see. We'll keep being skeptical. We will. If it makes you feel better, we'll choose you over her anyway. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> so, with that, as you're all um, spending some time here, uh, kind of talking amongst yourselves at the tipsy tankard, um, suddenly, Artemis, uh, cheese nip comes running back and jumps back onto kind of onto your leg and looks up and just just kind of shrugs he lost him mm-hmm. I didn't have a chance to go in yeah, look at his eyes so. yeah. kind of shrugs his yeah. shoulders nods his head I wish there was like good a job. memory wheel you could do for him <laughs> go back yeah, you, would have, you would have to take that moment to actually yeah. like, you would have to jump right in in order to see um, so with that, we're going to end tonight's session. We'll pick this up next time, guys. Next time. <laughs> You're a I feel like this next session is going to be... It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways, thank you guys for listening in. Um, join us next time. And until then, good night. Good, good night. night.